I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. And today, I have the fun task of creating some appetizers for a four-person birthday party. We've done a number of sort of snacky things together, but not things that I actually specifically have described as appetizers. But today's definitely are, at least in my mind, it's a couple of dips. And I'm going to be honest and tell you that one of these is so fast and so easy that I made it yesterday. And I am going to tell you how to do it, just so you know how fast and easy it is. And inexpensive, actually. And it's something that you can whip up in no time if you're lucky enough to have the ingredients on hand. And... The second one I'm going to make with you here today. The first one is a yogurt pesto dip. And it's good for veggies or pretzels or even tortilla chips. This is a very old recipe. So some of the amounts are a little tricky and some of the things are a little hard to find. But it comes together within less than five minutes. And you can make it three or four days ahead if that's helpful. But, you know, when it only takes five minutes or less to make, you can kind of do it whenever. The ingredients for that one, and this makes about two cups in these amounts, and I'll tell you right now, I only made half of this amount, which is quite a lot already and plenty for the four people and then some. You know, I'm not even going to tell you the full recipe because you can double it. This is plenty. It's more than a cup, and since you're dipping vegetables in it, and vegetables don't scoop up a lot of dip anyway, I think a single version of this is better anyhow. So I'm going to give you the amounts I used yesterday. You need eight ounces of plain, fat-free yogurt, and that is your first challenge. I have so much trouble finding that. It's crazy. For a while, it was so easy, but now it seems like any grocery store you walk into, they've got all the flavored ones, and then they have the Greek ones, or the, I don't know, Australian ones, or I, I don't even know all the different kinds of yogurt that there seem to be. Iceland, oh yeah, there's an Icelandic one. But just sort of plain, run-of-the-mill grocery store, unflavored yogurt is very hard for me in the Pacific Northwest to find. Maybe you'll have better luck. However, even if you can find it, odds are that it's not going to be the right size. 
So this recipe was created back in the day when a container of yogurt was eight ounces. I challenge you to find an eight ounce container of yogurt today. They aren't. They're six ounces. They're 5.3 ounces. So I ended up having to buy a large container. And that means large. It's not like they then come in 16 ounce ones. Because in the plain flavor, you can find it in 32 ounce containers. You know, those great big things like a quart. I don't have trouble finding plain yogurt in that size, but I just wanted a couple of individual servings, and that was not to be found and hasn't been for some time. So this is an issue every time I use a recipe that has yogurt in it, plain yogurt anyway, eight ounces of plain fat-free yogurt. So even if you find it in small containers, you'll need more than one. And then you need about three ounces of pesto sauce. And that can be purchased in the grocery store in your deli section. Sometimes it's in the cheese and hot dog kind of section. It doesn't have to be great pesto because it's getting mixed in with these other flavors. So you don't need to spend a ton on it. Mostly you're just looking for that basil and cheese and garlic flavor. If by chance you have listened to my podcast about how to make pesto at thecookalongpodcast.com, or really on any podcast app that you're happy using. One of the things I said there was that at the end of the basil season, I tend to make quite a lot of pesto, and then I put it into ice cube trays and I freeze it. And then I take them out of the ice cube trays and put them into a Ziploc bag or some kind of freezer-proof container and stick it in the freezer. One ice cube is about two tablespoons and also about one ounce. So for me, it's really easy to come up with three ounces of pesto. And for you, if you're trying to do it from a container that's full of pesto, you probably want five to six tablespoons of pesto. Pesto is one of my favorite foods. I really think it's the food of the gods. So anytime I see a recipe that says it's got pesto in it, I'm immediately drawn to it. Hence this recipe. The third ingredient is a clove of garlic And you're going to peel it and mince it or put it through a garlic press to get little tiny pieces. You could even zest it on a zester, you know, grate it. That would be okay too. And you need a half a teaspoon of fresh ground pepper and a heaping quarter teaspoon of salt. And that's it. You just put those together and you stir it up and you refrigerate it till you're ready to eat it and serve it with the pretzels and or the veggies that you have ready to dip in it. And it'll kind of thicken up a little bit and become a nice dip that you put in a fancy container. All right, so there's number one. The second appetizer is in the same vein in that it is a dip. And this is a little more work, but not a lot. And this is something I will tell you ahead of time I have not tried yet, except I kind of have. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Trader Joe's has so many fun foods. And unfortunately, some of them are seasonal, and so you can only get them certain times of the year. And some of them will be there for what seems like a really long time. And then one day they'll go away. And sometimes they come back, and sometimes they just don't. One of my favorite things at Trader Joe's that I never went in the store without buying was a roasted pecan blue cheese dip. They don't make it anymore, I guess. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I check every time I go in, but I'm never finding it. So I kind of poked around. I thought, I wonder I wonder if the recipe for that is online somewhere. If they've quit making it, maybe there's a recipe somewhere. So, of course, lo and behold, the Internet being what it is, I did find a kind of a copycat blue cheese roasted pecan dip inspired by the Trader Joe's dip. And the recipe is by Cynthia McLeod Woodman. And we're going to make that one today, hopefully together, because I know some people don't like blue cheese, but this is a really mild blue cheese flavor. And with the toasted pecans in there, it's really just something quite special, at least to me. So if you like blue cheese, hang on for the ride. If you don't like blue cheese, you might listen anyway, because maybe this is a way that you might like blue cheese. You just never know. You know, I used to tell my kids when they were growing up, I said, it's okay to not eat a food you're not familiar with, but you have to try it. If you decide you don't like it, then you don't have to finish it. But don't just decide you don't like it by looking at it, because then you have no idea what it tastes like. Once you've tasted it, if you don't like it, you don't have to finish it. The second part of that rule was always, someday you have to try it again. Because tastes change. As you grow up, your tastes change. And something you may not have liked when you were five may turn out to be something that you like a whole lot when you're 25. For instance, let's say 
you just loathed black olives when you were a kid. And you could choose at that point to say anything that looks black or dark and is shaped like an olive is something you don't like. But I'm sure all of my listeners are aware that that would be a really sad choice to make with all the kinds of olives there are in the world. And once you have learned to try some of the other dark olives, you may find that you go back to regular black olives and they're not so bad after all. I bring all this up because if you don't like blue cheese, I guess I'm trying to advocate for your trying it again and maybe trying it in a recipe like this one where it's actually going to be quite mild. Here are the ingredients for this blue cheese roasted pecan dip. Half a cup of cream cheese, that's a half a bar, it's about four ounces. A third of a cup of pecans, which are going to be small bits. You don't need whole pecans, you need pecan pieces. It doesn't matter a whole lot because we're going to kind of grind them up anyway. We're looking for the flavor, not so much lumps of pecans. If you're measuring by weight, that's about an ounce and a half of pecans. You need a half a cup of blue cheese and most any blue cheese, whatever your favorite is. And if you're measuring by weight, that's about three ounces. And then you need some sour cream, about three tablespoons to make a dip and a little bit less if you're trying to get it to be something that can be spread on a cracker. I'm going to make mine as a dip today. I should have talked about do-aheads and equipment on that first recipe for the yogurt pesto dip, but there really isn't anything except bowls and measuring tools. With this blue cheese pecan dip, we need a little saucepan in order to toast the pecans, and we need a food processor to munge everything up together and turn it into the dip that we're looking for. But no do-aheads really on either one. To get started, we have to toast the pecans. So put a saucepan, I don't know that it really matters what size, but it'll probably be easier if the bottom of the saucepan is big enough that the nuts can sit there in a single layer, because all we're using it for is to toast these nuts a little bit. And turn it on to about medium heat. And then measure out a third of a cup of your pecans. This is funny. My pecan pieces, the ones I have in the house, came from Trader Joe's. So they sold me something anyway, even though they didn't have what I wanted. And those pecans, these are, it says pecan pieces, but they're really kind of, hmm, they're like halves. They're not small. They're not like you can get sometimes at the grocery store where they're really cut up into little pieces. Like I say, it doesn't really matter because we're going to grind them up in the food processor anyway. Once you have your third cup measured out, we're waiting just for the saucepan to heat up a little bit. And then we're going to toast them until they're a little bit brown and they start to smell good. And meanwhile, while the saucepan's heating up a little bit, we can go get the food processor sort of set up and ready to go. You're going to want your regular blade down in there. And you're going to put the four ounces of cream cheese in there. Like I said, half of a slab, half of a, what do they call these? You know, a cube, a, a, a package, half of a package. Usually I use a low-fat one, a Neufchatel. Today I have leftover regular cream cheese from a recipe for cream cheese frosting made for me by one of my sons for Mother's Day. My sons came over 
and one of them made homemade raised donuts, for heaven's sake, in his deep fryer. And the other one made a cream cheese frosting and a chocolate frosting. And I still have the cream cheese that did not get used in that frosting. And they don't buy what I buy. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you're trying to save calories, I think this would be just as good with the Neufchatel low-fat cream cheese as the whole fat stuff I'm about to do. And that's what I would normally be using. All right, since I've babbled so long, I'm coming back over here now to the saucepan. I'm going to put these pecans in the bottom. Yeah, it really won't take you a very big saucepan if you haven't already started these. We're just going to watch them for a minute and then stir them around. And meanwhile, while they heat up, I'm getting my blue cheese out of the fridge. Now I'm going to stir these pecans a bit. You know, it's supposed to be until they're toasted or lightly golden, but pecans are already that color. So I have a feeling it's mostly going to be communicated to us by smell when they're ready. I'm going to say what we're looking for is not a color as much as it is the smell of something kind of toasty. And nothing's happening right now, so now I'm going to go get my blue cheese out of its container. I am going to weigh this rather than measuring out a half a cup. And the reason for that is that I don't have crumbles. If you have crumbles, you can just go ahead and measure out your half cup. But I have wedges. And because of that, it's easier to just weigh it, stirring and smelling the pecans again. Yeah, I still got nothing. So now I'm going to guesstimate a three-ounce wedge of blue cheese, and then I'm going to weigh it and see how close I got. This is 1.8. Oh, boy, I was way under. Okay. I happen to have two kinds of blue cheese in the house, so I think I'm going to use the other kind to make up the difference. Now I probably have too much. 2.5. Wow. Okay. I'm not very good at estimating today. One more time. 2.8. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Here, I thought this would be the easy way to do it. 2.9. Okay, got to stop. Check the pecans. Oh, they're starting to smell like pecans a little bit. So I'm just stirring them around one more time. I'm going to find my last tenth of an ounce of blue cheese. (laughs) And then I will come back to those. And let's see if I got it now. Well... It's like it didn't go up when I added that. It still says 2.9, but I think I'm going to call that good. 2.9 ounces is close enough, I guess. If I keep adding these little crumbles and nothing really changes on the scale. There it goes. Okay, now I got it to three. Now I'm doing the pecans again. I don't know. They don't smell very strongly, and I, I think we really want them definitely toasted. So I'm not going to take them off yet. Doing a little sampling of blue cheese crumbles that fell onto the counter here as I put them away. I love blue cheese. I was raised on blue cheese by my father, who was a big fan of Maytag Blue from Maytag, Iowa. And having developed a taste for that and then tasted a bunch of other things in the same family, I have come to believe that the Maytag is a little sweeter It just seems to have a sweetness and a creaminess that some other blue cheeses don't. 
It's probably still my favorite blue cheese. But I have developed from there into a number of different blues that I just find are fun. And I'm always game for trying a new one if I see something new and different in a cheese shop. Grommet. That's a cultural reference many of you may not get. Well, I can't smell these darn nuts. And I think they're done. I got to take them off. I'm afraid they're going to burn. It's like the pan is starting to smoke a little bit, and I can't tell if these are any different color than where we started. I think they're a little darker, so I'm going to call it good. Oh, when I do that, I can kind of smell them. Okay, taking them off the heat. Now, back to the blue cheese and the cream cheese. The blue cheese goes in the container of the food processor with the cream cheese. We'll put the lid on. And we're going to blend that up until they're smooth. And I let my cream cheese warm a little bit. I don't know if that'll really make a difference because the blue cheese is just cold. It's quite cold. Which is not the way to eat blue cheese, by the way. If you're eating blue cheese just by itself, it should be room temperature. Otherwise, you're really not getting the intended texture. And sometimes flavor is different as well. All right, I'm going to turn on the food processor. Here we go. That was pretty quick. I'm going to scoop the sides down. Of course, of course, it all bunches up on the outside. Just squish it back down onto the blades. But it's mostly smooth already. It's a little lumpy. Here we go again. Now it is... Oh... It's starting to smell really good. That's what it's doing. It's also looking more like the texture I think of as the blue cheese dip in that it's smooth and there's no lumps. It's pretty creamy. All right, let's just leave that be for a moment. And now we're going to add a tablespoon of the sour cream. And I am using a low-fat version of that. I have a sour cream from Tillamook, which is an Oregon institution, so it's kind of from my state here, and I try to use local when I can. We're looking probably at about three tablespoons, but we're going to add one at a time, so it has a chance to blend in one tablespoon at a time, and that also gives us some options in terms of choosing when we think it has the texture that we want it to have. One tablespoon. Two tablespoon. Now I think I'm just going to check the texture on it. Huh, that actually seems about right. But you know what? Yeah, I'm going to put the third one in just because it says three and use less if you want a spread. And I am, I'm really aiming for a dip because I want to use the same veggies for both dips today. So I'm going to put out carrots and celery sticks and and little red bell pepper strips and some sugar snap peas. Maybe some cucumber. I haven't decided about that. All right. So there's the third tablespoon and we turn it on again. And there is the dip with, of course, the exception of the nuts. So now the nuts go in. They're still a little warm, so this will be interesting. I hope that's not a mistake. Just dumped them in, and we're grinding them up into the mix. All 
And I'm checking it because I don't know how small I want these pieces to be. Well, they smithereened really fast, actually. Uh, well, I can still see bits in there. So I'm tasting it. You know, they say that if you really want to be a cook, you have to taste things all the way through. That is not something I'm very good at. I feel like, you know, I won't know what it tastes like until it's done. But every master chef talks about tasting as you go. Mm. Oh, this is going to be really nice. But I want those nuts a tiny, tiny, tiny bit smaller. This is just a quickie, I think. All right, now let's see. Hmm. Well, that's pretty fun. Hmm. This is teeny tiny bit of crunch in there, but they're really small. Oh man, I really like that. I don't know whether to keep going just an experiment, see what happens if they get smaller. Oh, maybe just one pulse. All right, I'm going to call that good. And so now, although it seems ready, it's not quite. You want to pull it out, put it into some kind of little container. I have two little matching ramekin things I'm going to use. And you put this into the ramekin or your plastic container. doesn't really matter. And then you're going to put it in the refrigerator for about an hour to let the flavors and textures and everything meld. It's got to chill for an hour. Okay? That's it. And then I'm going to put some salty, crunchy things. Like I said, you could put some chips. I think because these are both sort of sturdy dips with a heavy flavor, you want something pretty bland and sturdy, like pretzels as opposed to potato chips or something. I think the potato chips are just going to break, certainly in this dip and maybe in the other one as well. But they recommend tortilla chips with it, the pesto one. And this one, we used to like to dip pretzels in it when we got it from Trader Joe's. So I'll probably skip the tortilla chips and put pretzels out with both of these, along with the veggies. And that way everybody can decide for themselves how healthy they want to be for the day. Yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm. Gosh, if I'd known it was this simple, if I'd known this was all it took. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm cleaning off the blade carefully of the food processor (laughs) if i'd known it was this easy i probably would have stopped buying it at trader joe's way before they stopped selling it to me (laughs) okay well i really am trying to focus on getting this into the ramekin Mm. but you got to clean up your mess as you go that's all we got for today Please tell your friends you listen to the cook along podcast you are my only real advertising your word of mouth and telling people that this is fun for you, that you like listening, that I have fun and useful tips to tell you about cooking is the best way for other people to start listening because they want to be like you. So go out and convert your friends and I'll send you a toaster. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I think that's enough for today. Please visit the Cook Along podcast for other ideas of appetizers or main dishes or desserts and side dishes to go after this appetizer. And until next time, happy cooking.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.